0: with Tanya she's talking to us about um, taking next steps uh, and investigating an LLC for her Airbnb business and the income so Tanya go ahead tell us what is going on with that
1: um, where to start what it is could I get a, a sample of it and make one on my own uh, Do I have sample
0: what
1: a sample LLC Is it a document that I have to get or uh, meet with a lawyer about it? So are you
0: clear about why you want the LLC in the first place?
1: Yes, I am clear. Why do you want the LLC? I don't want to have that situation that occurred with you. if If I get sued, it won't affect me. Because mm-hmm. everything will be in the LLC. Okay, and it's a good business thing to have, I think. Okay, yeah.
0: So we're talking about liability. I never personally got sued, however, I know uh, one of my my clients got um, a notification from the city about potentially being sued. And yes, there are op- op- uh, there are cases whereby, you know, if you hold a lot of your investment properties in one LLC, then you have a lot more uh, net worth, so to speak, and so a lawyer, or whoever, could potentially chase you down for for some of your equity or some of your uh, assets. I know a lot of people that just hold assets in in one LLC name, as it's just it's easier, it makes more sense. But when we're talking about you know one property, putting that one property in an LLC, um, do I think that that is a, necess- a necessity, not necessarily. How? So do I necessarily think that that is your next step just because I know you, Tanya? I don't know. Um, I do think you need to, to be prepared to uh, understand what, you know, what to do with the LLC when you're ready for it, but it might be overwhelming to you because it might not be the right next step. Um,
1: Agree. Perfect. Thank you. That's why. You're welcome.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because you're just now starting to think about that next-door property and how you're going to acquire that next-door property. So for you, uh, you know, if we follow the step of the, you know, my six steps to Airbnb investing, the first step is prospecting. So we really want you to be understanding where your next property is going to be coming from and then you also know where you're going to get the finances
1: for that so well I uh, should do the number work maybe I should do the numbers maybe to know how much uh, is the mortgage going to be how much do I anticipate making on an Airbnb doing the two-bedroom one-bath basement Mm -hmm. put those numbers together maybe that's my next step
0: we're talking about next Steps And, you know, when you're thinking about, let's just say, for example, Tanya here who's been speaking has owned a property and and has been considering purchasing another property. And, um, you know, I've outlined the steps in my modules, uh, six modules, six steps to purchasing an Airbnb investment and the process that we need to go through. And that, you know, I keep refining that. That's why you guys have lifetime access because I keep refining that process. But what's happened here with uh, Tanya that we're just kind of noticing is that she's wanting to protect her asset that she currently has and potentially her new asset by creating an LLC, which all the income and the house would be in this name of the LLC. But that is later down in the the modules, um, in the steps. And and the reason for that is because we need to start with A – what is our next property? That's the first. Uh, the first. I'm sorry. The first step is the mindset. <laughs> you know, getting okay. into the mindset of a rentalpreneur. But the second step is. Uh, well, I should jump back to that. The first module is all about starting to b- bring in and call in that first property, right? So we're gonna we're gonna find that first property within ourselves. What is that property? Where is that property? What do I really want? What's reasonable? How much can I budget for? where's the money coming from? you know it's in that uh, manifestation tool attraction sheet it's in the uh, module one downloads. I, I don't know if you filled that one out, Tanya, but if you go through it, we'll really get clear about what property it is that you're you're trying to attract in or call in or that you're focusing on that you already have and then the second step we start moving into the prospecting as you know area so module two. So where is that property? Which you already know. You have the property next door to you that you've been eyeballing, and or you have that property that we said was kind of in a, in a not such a great area. You need to decide on that next property where that property is and then put all of your energy towards that property and acquiring that asset. And when you do that, then you're going to have to obviously start going through the process of uh, qualifying for your loans That's why the next module is the, LL, the lenders. And um, you, know, you, you need to start understanding what you will need to qualify for that asset. And if you have cash or you need to take out equity in your current home, then that's your next step. And then once you get those properties up and running, besides your first property, your first property you don't necessarily need an LLC for.
2: But really? You next, okay. Good yeah.
0: No, I just don't think so. I mean, it's your primary residence, and I just don't think so. You know. But as soon as you start getting into multiple properties, um, maybe even if you have two properties, that's okay. But as soon as you start getting into, you know, I'm going to say above three, above two properties, you're then you're going to start wanting to consider what to do with that LLC and do you need to put the income, um, where you need to put the income and where you need to put the liability. And the liability means that like you've got that asset covered because you it's in the name of an LLC. Now keep in mind that when you uh when you get a loan for a house, most of the time they're lending you Tanya the they're lending you the money for the asset they're not lending an LLC. So you can't necessarily just write over the deed to an LLC anyway. You so can't just write over the LLC.
1: Property, for the new property, so you, you're really mm-hmm. good to get LLC because that's going to be the pro- new, my new primary too.
0: Right. So if it's your new primary and you get, say, a 1% or a 5% um, conventional or a 5% or even a uh, FHA loan, Whatever you get, the the lender is not just going to loan you money to an LLC. They're lending it to you, Tanya. So you can't just write deeds over to LLCs anyway. What you can do is when you get that Airbnb income from that new asset or from the old asset, you can start to put that money into another, uh, like a retirement fund so that you can start to save on taxes. Um, through, you know, your LLC, right? So we talked about in Module 3 or 4, I've got to get my modules down here, but um, they've recently changed. But you've you've got – you can create retirement strategies such as a solo 401K. So if you're going to have a retirement plan where you're putting your Airbnb income tax-deferred into your solo 401K, your individual solo 401k. Then yes, you need an LLC because that LLC you're going to dump the money into the LLC, and then that money is going to go trickle down into your retirement fund, tax deferred. Okay, so not it's so so maybe there has been a little bit of confusion around what the LLC is and and what it's for, but ultimately. Um, there's only really two reasons why we need an LLC. One is to put the name of our, or to put our deed, our property deed, into an LLC so that we're protected. So it's not like you're going to sue Tanya for that house. Instead, you're going to have to try to go through the company to sue, to sue Tanya, which is a lot harder. There's a big corporate, there's a veil there. And then um, you have the protection of that instead. And, and that's why we go through Wyoming to do those LLCs for our house. But when we're talking about um, creating an LLC for the purpose of our retirement fund, then we—that that is a different LLC. And we can still do that LLC in Wyoming. We still can because that is – holding money for our asset. Now that is where we definitely want to talk to Justin. Remember Justin Windham, the Solo 401k expert? He's the guy that's going to help you set up that Solo 401k – I'm sorry, the, the LLC for your Solo 401k. He's going to help you with all of that. That's part of why you pay him to set that that Solo 401k up. Okay? But that's a retirement plan. And I think we should all be doing this. I was telling Carrie this earlier. We all need to be Creating a retirement plan, we need to be taking, what if it's pennies? I don't care. It's, you know We've not had the discipline to be doing this. No one. I don't know about you guys, but my parents didn't teach me why I needed a retirement plan and how hard it was and all that stuff. They just said safe. They just said safe. They would never told me to invest in my retirement. They never taught me any of that stuff. You know, I'd read the Robert Kiyosaki book, and I had to start going to workshops and start listening to people like me. Um, preaching that, you know, we need to be in charge of our own retirement fund. Okay, so uh, so saving, I mean, we talked about this on the last call uh, with Tanya, April, with, um, you know, taking a percentage, 10, 20% out of that income that you're making from Airbnb and paying yourself. Pay yourself first. Every I time do I do that retroactively? Out, retro? No, because okay. the universe knows. God is watching.
1: <laughs>
0: God, is, God is watching. The universal energy knows. And you may not be like, you may not do that later. So every time I get a PayPal dean and, um, or, you know, every week after the money's coming through PayPal, through my Airbnb income, I then take 20% of that and I put it into my, um, my another account. It goes completely separate account that I can't even, unless I log into separately, can I see. Because in the likelihood that you're just putting it into an account that you log into every day, you're going to see it, and that's we don't want that. That's my little tip for today. Put it into account. Get another bank account somewhere else. I have one in Colorado. I can't even go there and access it. You know, via I mean, I can look online, but I can't even walk into the bank and get money out. Like I go to ATM, but like I want it out of my peripheral. Then um, you're taking some of that Airbnb income. It's going in there. It's it's the done deal. That's the savings. That's for emergencies. That's for down the road. That's, that's part, partial retirement uh, money as well. Um, there, there's a whole uh, – we talk, we'll, we'll talk about this another time more because I want to hear from some of you other ladies, but, but basically with the concept of um, it's a, a the 40-60 rule, and 60% of it is of what you get. 60% of your income, it goes into your bank account. The other 40 – you know, 10, 10, and 10, that goes into separate places. Tithing, donations, um, sorry, tithing, uh, charity work, um, you know, things like, yeah, charity work, and
1: um, uh, what is
0: it, Uh, savings account. Actually, no, it's tithing, 10%, long-term savings, 10%, short-term savings, 10%, and then your income, like what, what you paid yourself first. Ten percent. That's the sixty forty rule. So, Tanya, do you are you more clear about your next step and what that is? What is it? Yeah. 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 What is it? Uh,
1: What are you gonna do? Go. Don't think about LLC for retirement fund yet. all right, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Okay,
0: I, I would like to recommend to you that you go into Module 1 and you rewatch Module 1, Mindset, and it's never too late to go back and, and readjust our mindset, but, I, but then there's the Property Attraction Tool. It's a worksheet, and I want you to watch that one, especially if you don't watch the whole module, just at least watch that one. It's like a it's five-minute it's like five demo. I show you the property attraction tool. Go into that. Get clear on what property you're tracking in. Make it uh, your goal to hone in on that next property. Do the worksheet. It's a handout. So just download it, the property attraction tool. It's right in module one. That's your next step. And then we'll talk about that next week. Does that sound good?
1: Yes. Property attraction tool in module one. Okay. Yeah. I'll look
2: for her. Okay. Who jumped on the call? Uh Rachel it was Carrie. I got logged
0: off and I couldn't get oh, back on for a little Carrie. bit. So
2: I am back on okay.
3: but
0: we'll uh... Yeah. Welcome back. So so um April, what's going on for you?
3: Hey. Hey. Um well, let's see. Um hello everyone, first of all. <laughs> um I am Um, Not at the point of purchasing uh, property at this point. And so, you know, dealing with things such as credit and uh, raising funds and that type of thing. So that will be probably closer towards the end of the year or so. But what I've decided to do for now is to uh, super, super optimize my current space i 'm um, I'm, I'm a current host and i 've been so for two years and so um, i 've been doing it successfully, but you know since going through the modules with you, Rachel, um, I realized that I was leaving leaving a lot of money on the table, and so just going over everything you know looking at my listing and looking at my pricing and what I'm charging, like, or whether I'm charging for cleaning or not. And, and um, so I've been finding a lot of things that I can tweak and, in comparison to what I've been doing and the possibilities of how it can be better optimized uh, so that I can get the very most uh, possible uh, from the, my space, my current space. Oh, uh, great! So that's what I'm doing with that, and this coming. So what are you doing?
0: What kind? What am I what kind of things?
3: Yeah, what kind of things are you doing? Um. Well, I'm re like for pictures, for example. I realized I looked back at my pictures and I said, "Man, I've made many changes in the the way that it, just the visuals." And so I start to think of okay, when people are giving reviews, I know one of the questions is 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 the space as you expected now i've imp- in my opinion i've improved upon the space but it's it's not as it looks in the pictures so i'm wondering if some of those you know in terms of points or how they calculate uh the final score if it if that feeds in to you know the, the scores that i'm getting or the reviews that i'm getting So um, I'm going back, really refining my spaces and uh, learning how to better, how to take better pictures um, and focusing on the things that people are looking for, you know, why they, like who my particular client is, like who I'm, who I'm focusing on and what they are looking for. Um, For example. I get a lot of families and so and and a lot of business people, too. So I want to make sure that the kitchen has, I show pictures of the, you know, the things that are used for cooking um, and the little coffee area. So those are very important. So I'm just trying to do better jobs with taking pictures of things that people are most interested in. Um, so other than that, um, going through looking at the listing and uh, the, the title and making it a little more uh, attracting, again, in terms of what people are looking for, like in my area, there's the new Atlanta Braves Stadium that's gone up and a lot of, you know, there's a lot of interest in that. And so I think I need to put that in my title rather than uh, lower down in the description where if they were, if they didn't see it initially, they may go on to the next person, you know, the next listing, for example.
0: Wait, if they didn't see what?
3: If they if they had an interest in that, that they wanted to be near the Braves Stadium, for example, mm-hmm. because is they had those biggest, tickets.
0: Is that your biggest attraction?
3: Uh, your communication that you're close to? It's the close yes. It's the closest and largest uh, attraction uh, to me. Okay. Now that's so, not.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean sorry, that's I'm not, not the me. main
3: reason people are are coming because it's brand new. People come to my space for various reasons, of course. Okay. Okay. So, so what's the title of your your place? Well, originally it was Family Friendly Marietta Home. Near Highway uh, Sleep Six.
0: Okay. Um, and 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 uh, what's your
3: occupancy? Did the, the rate the occupancy
0: rate? Yeah, your occupancy rate. Are you at you know forty percent occupied or sixty percent? Do you know? Um, do, you know how I to, would... do you know how to check that? Well, I mean, do you know, it, it, in, it, you know how to check that inside the app? You can check it, it tells you.
3: Oh, no, I thought I'd have to calculate yeah, that. Yeah.
0: No, you just go to the app and you click on stats, and it will, and you click on your, your property and it will, it will tell you your occupancy rate. So while you're finding that, um, you know, I, I, I want, and for the sake of time, so that we get to everybody, um, I would just want to allow everybody to be cognizant of that so that when we're a lot can be revealed, for example, in what April's saying about her property. At least I can extract a lot of things from it. But, um, you know, so so basically what I'm hearing is that April is looking to optimize her current property, period, yes. and how to get more bang for her buck out of this current asset. And so when we're doing that, we need to look at the formula. And the formula uh, for doing that is, is in the – he gets the – fifth module where we're talking about, um, you know, optimizing. And um, that's, I think that's the title of the, the module, Optimize. And it could be five or six. I'm so sorry that I don't know exactly. It's not in front of me. But, but when we're, we're optimizing, there's a few different strategies to look at it. We're, we're looking at, one, marketing and branding our space and really capturing the essence of what we're creating. And then, two, there's optimization technique, so within the app itself, we need to be optimizing from a certain angle, you know, going in there actively, changing things, updating our calendar, you know that's, that's all in the module. You can watch that and kind of uh, get up to speed with all of that. So, but I just want you to um, so that kind of sounds like what Module April is on, so that's good. These are all great. Um, it's great to put what, where the steps that people are in. Within there within these modules it's confirmation for me and I hope that it becomes confirmation for you that this is is this uh, you know that you'll be able to find what you're looking for within one of these modules um, but at the same time there's just so much information which is why we have these group calls so um, so ultimately I I'm hearing April talk about the title of her property I'm t- hearing her talk about Optimizing and really what comes to mind for me is mostly that she might need to change the branding of her property. You know, give it a different appeal. Uh, maybe it's not so much the family friendly Marietta place by the highway, and you're actually taking a chance and branding it uh, to be something m- more you. <laughs> I mean, not that you're not family friendly or. Not sure what Marietta is, but um, but uh, but like just that is a description which I think is good for the description part, but of your listing. But but the title, but you know, you may want to get a little bit more creative um, with yours because when you give yourself a name. When you make a name for yourself, it's like Coca-Cola or McDonald's or whatever. You know, they've made a name for themselves. So, just for example, with what I've done with the indie Zen Den, you know, I have the Denver Zen Den as well. And you know, I was I, I I realized that you're not just creating one-way traffic with your title or that you're the branding of your your spot. You're creating a whole flow within the universe. Okay, I had guests come and stay at the Zen Den, and they would tell me in the, in the actual review, I love staying at the Zen Den or whatever it is. It became this thing, and I think that is uh, part of the hospitality and mentality. You know, the, but we're mini hoteliers, so we need to think like that. And that's, I, I really think a, a catchy title with some SEO in there, so at search engine optimization um, names, it's going to be good. So for you, for example, you could stick in there, uh, Bridge, Stadium, Bungalow, or whatever it is, you know, uh, and then put in there in the description, fam- family, you know, this is for friends and families and blah, 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 because you want to make sure you're attracting the right people and that they're going to be a good right. fit. But at the same right. time, they don't, they, <clears throat> a lot of people don't even know that what they like, but we know they know what they like because otherwise they wouldn't drink Coca-Cola or McDonald's and things like that. They like good branding and they're willing to recommend it, but it's a lot harder for them to do that for the, if we just have, you know, cozy, clean room. A lot of times I see people with that and in some places where it's, you know, it, they're just crushing, where it's really busy, you know, like uh, where there's where's high traffic, like Denver, you know, like, you can probably name it whatever you want. But um, the reality is that we're practicing for our next property as well. And so I think the branding process is really important. So your homework, April, your homework is to consider uh, rebranding your property, not only with the pictures, but with the title and Mm -hmm. making – you might also want to do the property attraction tool – there's because I think in that one it says you know who are you trying to attract who who's your target market what do you, you know so I think that might mm-hmm. be good for you and then the so module one also and then module five I think it is optimized okay uh, yeah
3: right. yeah
0: optimized so okay. two modules for you
3: so. okay great great was, was oh, there anything and just else? yeah mm-hmm. oh just just to let you know I did check it and thank you for showing me um, my occupancy rate is currently at sixty eight percent. Good girl.
0: Okay, well, let's see if we can get that up to 80% by the end of the summer mm-hmm. or at least by the okay. next month.
2: Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Thanks.
0: Yeah, give it give it 30 days. From the day that you change everything, then give it 30 days, 30 to 30, mm-hmm. and then we'll get okay. back at that. <clears throat> Although we are moving into busy season anyway in August.
3: <clears throat> um,
0: Shirley, was oh, there anything else, April, that you
3: – No, no, for now. For now, that's good. Okay, okay, okay. And Thanks.
0: Shirley – yeah. Shirley, why don't you introduce yourself and just give us a tip. I Wait, before I start with Shirley, I would like to welcome Carrie, who made it on the call and made it through my little, had a little, uh, um, a little bonus um, program that Carrie passed all the tests with, and she is here today, and she is going to be with us moving forward, and she's got a property in San Francisco, and she's managed other people's properties, and she currently lives in Denver, so she's managing it remotely, and um, Carrie, why don't you just really quickly say hello, and then we'll introduce Shirley. Sure. Hi, everybody. My name is Carrie, and uh, Rachel
2: kind of outlined my Airbnb history, so I'm really excited to join the group, and kind of looking at the same thing that April is. I want to make sure that I'm optimizing what I have now,
3: and then looking at sort of what the next steps are to not only, you know, maximize my assets, but increase them. So thanks so much, Rachel.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Carrie. And Carrie, I love your unique situation. Carrie's actually looking at because of the San Francisco legislation, she they have to do uh, sharing. They have to share. They can do it in their primary location in a in a what's it called, Carrie? What's the term? Uh it's either a partial or an entire partial. space. Partial. So great for duplexes, great for walkout basements, things like that, which, of course, there aren't any in walkout basements, probably in San Francisco. But with Carrie, <laughs> she has an extra 350 square feet that she's going to convert into her own personal use in the basement, and then she's going to use or in, the, in a um, in in one area of her home, and then she's going to – a condo. And then she's going to convert the top in, um, to be her partial Airbnb. Well, it already is. But, so that's a great idea. We love that idea. And Thanks. then um, Shirley – yeah <laughs> welcome why don't you just give us a little intro and you guys gonna to have to cut this call a little bit short but i want to get to shirley next and then we can go from there um shirley yeah why don't you just introduce yourself and tell us where you're at okay um well
2: i'm in atlanta also and i know what april's talking about where the stadium and all, the, all that area because i'm i'm in a property management here or i have been you know now i'm trying to move on to something else But what i'm trying to do if i would have found you rachel before i put my house under contract down in florida i inherited a house down in key largo and it it's real cute and we were thinking about doing an airbnb down there but it's so far away from me that um we were as we were fixing it up i was falling in love with the house (laughs) and everybody's doing airbnbs across the country of course as y'all know but i wanted to do that but i just felt it was too far away from me to manage it and i would never live down there because i've lived in atlanta for the past 40 years so now i'm looking for a place and i used to um live in pensacola and uh rachel you hooked me up with uh, andy and i talked with him yesterday about pensacola yeah, so that, yes. that that was real good. Uh, and he gave me a lot of um, it, it, he was just great gave me a lot of insight, yeah. you know, so I'm going to check that area, but I'm looking for my first place. But um, it's, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to have a lot of money. So it's going to be having to find a little a little place but I don't mind that I've even like he's got a couple of like studios down there you know a one bedroom and then a studio and the way he staged it and everything or not staged but the way he um dressed it with um a really cute um Murphy's bed I mean so I would even be looking for a one by one cottage type of thing if I can find one you know down there Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think I want to stay in Atlanta, but if I did, I I know that area that April was talking about, and I, because I do rentals around there, I would definitely do a condo or something like that down there.
0: So, uh, so, Shirley, what's going to be great for you is that Module 1 as well. Did you ever get into the digital library yet?
2: No, I did not.
0: Okay, I sent you an email last night. Did you see that?
2: Um, Maybe I missed it, but I I'll have to look. You will have to look because that's the only <laughs> way. in.
0: Um, yeah, you, you, and then under the About tab is the digital library. You click on that and you type in Rentalpreneur, no capitals, and that will get you the password in. It's always there. It's always on the website. But you need to get in to watch the module. So uh, Module 1 will be great for you as well because you're going to start honing in on what property you want to start attracting in. You have to decide if this is something that you're going to do as your primary residence, it sounds kind of like, because you're sounding like you want to get out of Atlanta. And if you do that, then I'm really envisioning for you to find a space that has, um, you know, like a duplex or has a carriage house or has uh, something whereby you're really going to be able to have your own separate space in it and then manifesting that, pulling that in, finding a space exactly like that for you. because. Once you're down in Florida, you're not going to want to leave your house to, to short-term run it. Do you know what I mean? You're going to, you know, you're going to want to, you, you, it's almost like you need a two-for. You need a two-for-one or you need some private, ent- a separate entrance space, something that you can do. Otherwise, um, it sounds like you're just going to be, you know, renting a room on Airbnb, which is great and all, but um, I don't think you're going to get the max out of your uh, real estate investment in that way.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. The house I live in now in Atlanta is a, a small cottage type of thing, and it's a two by one. And I am sorry that I spent money on a two by one. I wish I would have gotten it a little bit bigger. So yeah, <laughs> need to well, do Well, in
0: you know, I mean, the option for you is to keep that Atlanta house because the two two a two bedroom one bathroom. Cottage is not a bad, not a bad Airbnb rental. Now, if anything, you bought a one-bedroom condo in Pensacola or whatever for yourself, and then you you started Airbnb-ing the one in Atlanta. I think that would be a great idea if you can, if you you know, if you can handle um, having that asset, keeping that asset. I I think it's a good investment. It's only going to keep appreciating. Atlanta is a busy city. I think you can talk to, uh, you, you'll you be able to uh, get a hold of Tanya if you want. You two can talk it out. But basically, you know, she's there in Atlanta as well. Or is it April? Sorry. April's in Atlanta, and you two gals can talk about it. But, I, you know, she's there. She might even be able to help you manage it. But, uh, you know, I, I think holding on to the assets is where it's at. I will never sell an asset unless it's really poorly producing now. Like, I'm not, unless I cannot, unless something, you know, for some reason, I have to sell. Like a crisis, I, I'm, I'm not selling assets anymore. I sold a condo in the heart of of Denver, you know that I that I regret to this day. Right on 32nd Zuni. I mean, like, what was I thinking? So we didn't have Airbnb back then. We had Craigslist, so um, it didn't make sense. But but um, boy, did that thing appreciate. So I'll never sell an asset again. If it's if it, if even if I have to long term rent it, I won't sell it. I don't think anyone should. Um, I think there's, it's, it's, you don't realize how much work it takes to get that next asset for some of us. Like I know Andy, it's a lot easier. He just throws down money. He told me, "Oh, I just bought a one, two-bedroom in uh, Kokomo for 90000 You know, he just, he just buys properties left and right. But that's not me. Like I don't have that luxury yet. And so for me those either. of us that don't, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So for those of us that don't have that luxury yet. We, uh, we need to protect our current assets. And uh, people never got wealthy selling, selling assets and not having anything or downsizing. So I think you divide and conquer. See if you can keep that Atlanta property, even if you have to long-term rent it. But I think definitely, by all means, uh, potentially short-term rent that sucker and then go find yourself something small in Pensacola. Go between the two, uh, air, put them both on Airbnb. Now you've just doubled your net worth. That is great, I didn't even think
2: about keeping this one that yeah it it's funny, you know, uh being a real estate agent too, sometimes we don't know how to take care of ourselves.
0: <laughs> it's true that's uh you know yeah. Tonya's a real estate agent as well, so I love working with you guys and um and and uh you know just learning from everyone and and. I've I'm I haven't been a broker as long as you go, but I definitely have taken the steps to catch up. <laughs> so yeah. um, you know, but but for me, it's all about wealth building. And so when you incorporate wealth building, those principles, you know, is, that's what I seek. And so wealth building, we can't. It's not. It has nothing. It doesn't necessarily have to do with um, with real estate. You know, being a real estate broker or having those skills so much. It's more about Uh, how we view our net worth, what we want our net worth to be, and how do we do that quickly. And for anyone who currently has an asset, I would say, you know, hang on to it. And or if you have a lot of equity in an asset, divide it up, man, just go get some more assets if you can. So, you know, if you – like I just had a $40,000 wholesale deal come across my lap. Andy and I were looking into it right down the street from me. And – it was turnkey. I mean, it was. It wasn't like perfect, but it was for forty grand. It was turnkey. I could have. I could Airbnb that, and um, no problem. And we could have seen a return. And the rent was even six fifty. So I mean, for, it was a two one bungalow. So you know, if you Tanya, she owns equity in her house. Go buy another asset. Get yourself double your net worth, and you can double your net worth in one year. Now, if you have the Capacity to be moving outside of your own comfort zone, which is you know, you might have to look outside your own area, so you know, it might not be. But, but Tanya, but for Tanya, who's in Chicago, you know, Indy's only an hour to two hours away or two and a half hours, so that's not that bad if you really want to double your net worth in under 12 months. So, I mean, there's options, there's there are options, we just have to be willing to take the risk.
1: So okay? should, are you saying I should? Use my equity to buy something in Indianapolis and in a Well, year I'll be I it
0: doesn't have to be Indy, but yes, I thought that from the beginning with you, Tanya. I thought, you know, you're really yes, you have equity in that house, but you're just sitting on it and I mean it's, it's gonna be the easiest way for you to, to buy something. You could buy something cash down here in Indy mm-hmm. for you know what I'm saying, and then now your Airbnb that and you have you have someone local, I mean, it'd be good, like, but, you know, you don't have to do it here in Indy, but I'm just saying, like, yes, that is, it, like.
1: Well, yeah, now that, that I've met, good. um, I think her name was Carrie, the co-host. Uh, before, I never would have thought about moving. Now the idea of becoming a gypsy Airbnb mm-hmm. rentalpreneur is intriguing.
0: <laughs> Living the life.
2: <laughs> I like I
1: that. I love that. I would love to, you know, Start off and I've always loved California, so to get one in California, San Francisco, where right. these areas too, which is where they're right. Well, here's, a here's the deal.
0: Here's the deal. You're not going to get something for 40 grand in California. We know Tanya. <laughs> so my, my, yes, my I know. In Francisco. So we need a long-term plan, and I'm going to end with this, you guys, but we need a long-term plan. And, Tanya, your long-term plan may not be California within the next five to ten years, maybe five to ten years. But in the next thing, you know, we've got to take, take our dreams out of the sky, bring them down to bite-sized pieces. Our, we can do as many chores as we need to in one day. We can get those accomplished. Heck, the brain knows how to accomplish that. But when we have these big lofty dreams about buying a place in California for cash, that may not be realistic. So if we pull that down, we pull that dream down, and we start dividing it into little bite-sized pieces, the next best step for you, Tanya, may actually be to double your net worth in one year. That's a pretty lofty goal. But do that by acquiring an asset or cash with some of your equity in a place that may not be your dream, but you're able to cash flow. Okay? Because now you've got extra income. You've got all that stuff. So, I mean, cash – freaking cash you don't have to deal with so much stuff it's like the best thing you, know, you can do a 1031 you could roll it over 1031 I'm I mean
1: I yeah so 1031 uh, we have to talk offline
0: <laughs> yeah 1031 you roll it over asset to asset um with tax breaks I mean come on like this is a no-brainer if I was in your position I'd be sitting pretty
1: oh so, we really anyways. have to talk I never heard of 1031 <laughs> Tell me more. I'm I'm so much <laughs> older than you. Thank you for all the information.
0: Absolutely. All right, ladies, that's it for today. I am out of here, and uh, you'll never believe this, but I'm sitting in the bathroom of my uh, my car dealership or my car my mechanic. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna send you a picture of me. I'm gonna send each of you this picture of me of this, this in there. There's a, even a little sticker on the, the wall that says, "Guys, raise the seat." So, um, but yeah, just, there was a crazy day today, but anyway, I love mobile businesses. So, all right. I hope you got something out of today and we'll be on the flip side. Did Thanks, Thank Rachel. you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. See you next
2: week. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.